السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم وما يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الحج حج محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed the best speech is the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal and the best guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the most evil of matters are the newly invented matters in the religion and every newly invented matter in the religion is an innovation it is not from al-islam and every innovation is a misguidance and every misguidance leads to the hellfire Believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, indeed, truly we need to thank Allah azza wa jal for our blessings. Indeed, we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this religion that he has guided us to. Indeed, we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his favors for guidance and in this dunya indeed brothers and sisters allah azza wa jal has given us the religion that he is pleased with and in this religion al-islam allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us our sources to follow and those sources are the quran the speech of Allah Azza wa Jal and the Sunnah and in the Ahadith, the narrations, the authentic sayings and actions and of our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the Islamic legislation revolves around these two sources according to the understanding and of our Salaf, our pious predecessors. And Allah has placed limits and boundaries in this religion. Meaning 
boundaries and limits that you need to stay within. You need to abide by those regulations. You need to follow the guidance and do not go into extremism on one hand or neglect in the other direction. In the time that we are in, brothers and sisters, you are all aware that only the Christians are about they need to celebrate their celebration which they called Christmas. And this will occur in a couple of weeks where they will celebrate with food, presents, and other things that they do on that day. Now what is the position of a Muslim during these times? What is the position of the Muslim and regarding either celebrating Christmas, all of it, or part of it, or none of it. And indeed, we need to do this upon knowledge, upon evidence, upon Basira and Burhan, where we look back to our religion. Let's see if celebrating a celebration which is associated with another religion or other practices and beliefs is that allowed for the muslimin and when we look for example and we do not see the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam nor his companions celebrating or getting involved in any form or another and in the celebrations of the non-muslims and in their times we do not find them and getting involved in any shape and or form and when he sallallahu alayhi wasallam migrated to al-madina and he entered upon the people of al-madina and he noticed that the people of Al-Madina used to celebrate two days in the year. So he asked them regarding these two days. What, is, what are these two days that you celebrate? And they replied, هَذَانِ يَوْمَانِ كُنَّا نَلْعَبُ فِيهِمَا فِي الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ these two days we used to and he celebrate them during the times of ignorance and before al-islam so now what was the reply of the messenger of allah did he remain silent in acceptance of it did he say words the fact that agree with it no, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he replied and he said that indeed Allah has replaced those two days with another two. And that is as he informed and in the Eid of Adha and Eid al-Fitr. The Eid at the end of Hajj and the Eid at the end 
of Ramadan. Pay close attention to his saying that Allah has replaced those two days with two, with two days that are better than them. And then he clarified those days, those two days. And the Muslimin, and in Al Madina, and he would celebrate only the two Eids that has been legislated by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as two days to be grateful to Him. Grateful to Him at the end of two great pillars. The pillar of the fasting of the month of Ramadan and the pillar of performing Hajj. And for those who were able to, uh, to perform Hajj. And after his death, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and we see our pious predecessors, his companions, still upon the understanding where they never got involved in celebrating or getting involved in the practices of festivals and of the non-Muslims. And that was clear to the Muslimin and the ruling of it. That it is not allowed. It is not allowed for a Muslim to get involved in the celebrations outside of Al-Islam. Which are attributed to other religions and other and he practices. And he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man tashabbaha biqawmin bahuwa min. Whosoever imitates a people, then he is from them. And he meaning that that practice is not from Islam. So therefore, brothers and sisters, this shows a rebuke that it is not acceptable for a Muslim to imitate any the religion or the practices any of others. Because it's Allah has sent the final revelation as the guidance for the whole of mankind. This is the guidance that the whole of mankind and it should follow in reality from their Lord. And we need to understand this so that we do not exchange this guidance that we have for misguidances. And instead of moving forward, we're moving backwards. Instead of moving forward with the guidance of Al-Islam, we're moving backwards to the practices of Jahiliyyah. This is something that we need to understand. Why? Because we see every year Muslims, ill-informed or ignorant Muslims, getting involved in the festivals and the celebrations of the non-Muslims. We see that every year, brothers and sisters. And indeed, it is something that should not happen. If the Muslimin understood their religion and learned their religion, and he correctly, according to the sources, according to the correct understanding and methodology, then they will leave those practices because it goes against and in the guidance of Al-Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
created us to worship him alone and he has given us the guidelines of worshiping him alone and staying upon that obedience staying upon that true monotheism and true ittiba true ittiba and following of the people who deserve to be followed who are the messengers and the final messenger and who is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now when you look at the the Christian sources what they say any about this celebration that they celebrate which they call Christmas they agree that it was not something that Prophet Isa and Jesus himself introduced they agree that it was not introduced by him it was not taught by him because it's not found in the New Testament and of course it is not found in the Old Testament which the Jews were given and throughout their history it came hundreds of years later hundreds of years later whereby some of the Christians and introduced this celebration and they introduced this celebration around the celebration and the festivals of the pagans of Europe and if the pagans of Europe and if the Christians were trying to call the pagans of Europe to Christianity to call them to enter into Christianity and those pagans and of Europe they had festivals throughout the year and one was in the winter time and likewise the Romans they had their festivals around this time so they decided to introduce the celebration of the birth of Prophet Isa Jesus around the same time to get the pagans and the, the pagans to slowly come over to some of the practices and of Christianity and enter into Christianity and when this continued you find what we have now is a celebration which is claimed to be a Christian celebration but you have lots of leftover pagan practices for example the Christmas tree as they call it the pagans of Europe used to and he revere the oak tree if I'm not mistaken they used to revere a certain tree and the Christians came and instead introduced for them the fir tree which is triangular in shape and they said this represents the, the, the Trinity this represents the Trinity and again that's from their ways of getting the pagans over to Christianity and other than them from the other practices and that the Christians practice you'll find a lot of leftover pagan 
and he practices. And of course, to the Muslim who is intelligent, knowing his religion is upon the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and refraining from that which oppose Tawheed, that which oppose any disguidance, will realize that of course, a person should not be practicing pagan practices or practices of other religions because that of course goes against the core principles of our religion as muslims we need to be distinguished in who we are and what we uphold we need to be distinguished in our practices and preserve our practices preserve our guidance not only for ourselves but for our children and the later generations to come and islam is the true guidance is the true guidance we find that muslims or some muslims are easy to get involved in other practices which are not islamic but then when it comes to the simple things and applying certain affairs of the sunnah praying five times a day for example and they are not consistent they are not and consistent so indeed brothers and sisters we need to be mindful regarding that our religion demands certain things from us demands that we be distinguished in who we are and what we are and what we uphold which is the quran and the sunnah the guidance of muhammad and that we do not divert away from the truth that we have just for the reason of a little bit of fun or going along with other people fitting in as some people call it indeed we need to keep our izzah our honor and as muslims because that is what will be accepted by allah azza wa jal on the day of judgment as allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says whosoever desires another religion another way besides al-islam it will never be accepted from him and the hereafter it will be from the losers Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wassalatu wassalamu ala nabina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'een Amma ba'd Upon this is it allowed for a Muslim at least to get involved in some of the affairs and regarding uh, the celebration of the practice of Christmas we find from the scholars that they clearly state 
that it is not allowed for a Muslim to get involved in anything which relates to the practices and the festivals and celebrations of other religions. It is not allowed, they say, for a Muslim to get involved in making Christmas cards and sending Christmas cards and accepting Christmas cards. It's not allowed for a Muslim to be giving presents around this time or accepting presents or making a special meal on the day of Christmas. A Muslim is not allowed, they say, to promote these festivals in any way or form. A Muslim is not allowed to say Merry Christmas to any of the non-Muslims. Is not allowed to reply to them saying to you, Merry Christmas. I think Solomon Thaymin mentions when you are getting involved or you are participating in this manner it's as if you're showing approval agreement to their belief that prophet isa jesus as they call him is the son of allah the son of god as they say it's as if you are showing agreement and approval and for this belief because that is what they are celebrating. That is what they have, they have introduced. The celebration of the Son of God. As they claim. So we need to fear Allah brothers and sisters. And we need to look into these affairs. That we are upon and we are and remain upon clarity. And that we are distinguished. Not... For the sake of desires that we get involved in that which and he opposes and he, our religion it is not allowed for a muslim to put a christmas tree in their house and to decorate it or to put other types of decorations around as some have said it is only fun for the kids it is only a little play and enjoyment for the kids. What are you guiding your child to? Al-Islam? Or another religion? Enjoy our Eids. Give presents to the children on our Eids. To stay away from the other practices that go against any our religion. So upon this, brothers and sisters, it should be clear, it should be clear that our revelation, our religion that we've been given is quite and precise in what it requires from us. It is quite precise. It is quite clear that it has limits and boundaries. It's quite clear that outside those boundaries and those limits regarding the things that and he opposes it that it will never be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and will lead a Muslim to his or her own and the destruction even if they do not feel it
even if they see as a little bit of fun fitting in so upon this brothers and sisters we end with the and he's saying of Umar ibn Khattab radiallahu an where he said نَحْنُ قَوْمٌ عَزَّنَ اللَّهُ بِالْإِسْلَامِ فَمَحْمَا إِبْتَغَيْنَا الْعِزَّةَ فِي غَيْرِهِ أَذَلْنَا اللَّهِ We are a people who Allah has given honor through Al-Islam and whenever we seek honor in other than it Allah humiliates us Allah lowers us due to our own actions brothers and sisters you only get in accordance to your own actions so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I need to guide us and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us firm upon our religion and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us firm in fighting our desires and our weaknesses that we do not allow our desires and our weaknesses to lead us to the hellfire but instead we need to uphold the truth that we know and do not waver any away any from that into your own destruction وصلى الله على نبينا محمد أقيم الصلاه